Hey, how you doing? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm getting ready to go on vacation, so that's good. Oh my good. gosh. Now, are you going to like see anyone when you're on vacation? Like, what's Probably that all not. about? Probably not. Probably okay. not. Like, okay. Like, I, I guess no one worth seeing. Okay. <laughs> like, even at a safe quarantine distance. Okay, that's no, fine. <laughs> Just kidding. We have plans <laughs> to do a nice little picnic on Sunday, so I'm Yay. very excited about that. Picnic. Uh, I was telling Micah, I'm like, I'm so excited for you to meet Meg. I feel like, you know, you should have like met her so long ago. And he was like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of weird because I feel like I know her, yet we've never met before. So. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like I've met him as well. And so I'm excited to make it official. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I leave on Wednesday. We're going out to the mountains. So I'm excited about that. You just came back from the mountains. So how was that? It was lovely. I mean, it was actually not that lovely. Um, on Friday it was really nice, but then it rained Saturday and Sunday. Um, but Friday I'm sure was lovely. I had to work all day, but my mom, dad, and sister took a day off. So they, they all hung out without me, which is okay. Uh, yeah, I, I have vacation days I need to blow, but I just haven't been able to work that in. Uh, yeah, I get that. Um, <laughs> I know we're it's supposed to rain on Friday and that's the day that we're doing the Virginia Creeper Trail. And so mm-hmm. that's obviously not ideal. My mom was just texting me like, should I change it to Saturday? Should I see if we can do that? But, or, but like, will the trail be too wet? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to to say at this point. So. Uh, that's the whole reason why we're going up there. So hopefully we can get it done. Yeah. But also I've like asked my mom, I'm like, you know, it's like 34 miles, right? And she was like, oh God, I hope not. And I'm like, wait, you were the one who came up with this idea. Like, Also, I hope not. Like, no, no offense to your mom, but like, no, that's, it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's the distance. I was like, just like texting her and my sister and I'm like, Looks like there's an option for a 17-mile one. Like, are we doing that one or the 34? My mom's like, oh, I don't know. And she's, like, normally, like, very, like... On it. Yeah, I mean, she she just sent me a picture of, like, all the shit that's piled up in their dining room. Like, the food, the games. I mean, it's like... My mom and dad, my or my mom and dad are bringing Risk, Dominoes, and Sequence. My sister said she's bringing some games because... Mm-hmm. They, like, just tried some over the weekend and really liked them. I was planning on bringing just, like, a little small, like, roll of the dice game. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. We're not there for long enough to need, like, eight games. But whatever. My family got my, – my parents have fallen down the Ticket to Ride Europe rabbit hole. And every free hour, my mom will ask someone <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. if they want to play what they call – the train game. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I don't think we, we have ticket to ride. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I have a, a nice great um, run on ticket to ride. Uh, I've won. Yeah. I've won twice. I've only played four times. I've won twice, and the two times I haven't won, I came in second. And one of those, I came in second based on like um, a missed card flip. Like they flipped over oh. a card and screwed me, and I would have won otherwise, and that hurt. <laughs> wow Micah has the um the game for his phone Mm -hmm. so he'll so like when we were in Montana and we didn't have service 
that was the game he was just playing like an addict just like ticket to ride ticket to ride ticket to ride so yeah yeah i'm just kind of bougie now i just like i kind of prefer europe and i can't imagine playing america now like why would i go to pittsburgh when i could go to vienna like no offense pittsburgh i mean honestly though nice yeah, on Friday night, I did a girls' night with a couple of my friends. Mm-hmm. I like I asked them if they'd be interested in doing it, and this was like weeks ago. And so I created a Facebook event, and it's like fully Mary-Kate and Ashley themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys brought your passports to Paris, right? Yeah, we, we watched Passport <laughs> to Paris. Uh, Steph and I like got a bunch of snacks and candies. So now my I have a ton of Halloween candy that I'm like, oh no, because I'm that's just the worst. It. That's the worst. Uh, yeah, and then we watched music videos. I like everyone brought a bunch of face masks, but we didn't. Only one of my friends ended up doing a face mask. But we, <laughs> I like blew up a um, air mattress and put that in my living room, so it was like full. Full sleepover, sleepover party. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I feel like some of my most visceral memories are, are at sleepover parties. You remember the song oh, yeah. Where's the Love by Black Eyed Peas? Black Eyed Peas? Yeah, which version? I definitely jammed to that. What do you mean, which version? I, like, I say I only knew the one. <laughs> they redid it a couple years ago. Oh, no, the one from when I was in third grade. I know, <laughs> no. I know. The dual- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they redid it and I remember like Kendall Jenner's in the music video it's just like a lot of celebrities like I think like holding up signs or something it's in black and white I don't know about like where is Uh, love like that's what they're asking yeah good song good song (laughs) nice what else anything any this weekend let's see well Paddington's being good Um, do you want to give a round a round up of all the movies you've watched and oh yeah or maybe just the highlights Highlights. So last time we talked, uh, the highlight was Bride of Frankenstein because we stan. Um, I will say, as much as that movie's called Bride of Frankenstein, like, not a ton of from the Bride of Frankenstein. I will just <laughs> oh, yeah. say that. But, um, uh, I mean, I think the highlight has definitely been <sighs> Scream. I, Scream's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I've definitely seen part of it and I knew exactly what was happening, but I don't know if I've ever just sat down and watched it. There was a lot more Matthew Lillard than I was like ready to confront. Oh, um, like a lot, like a good chunk of Matthew Lillard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, I remembered a lot of that movie except for that. And I think I've definitely seen like the cold open, the Drew Barrymore cold open. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not certain I ever sat down and watched the whole thing, which is why I put it on my list. Um, I went through all all the slashers recently, so that was kind of like last week was Slasher Week, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the Thirteenth, um, Nightmare How'd on Elm like Street. How'd you like Texas Chainsaw? Sorry. How'd you like t- Texas Chainsaw? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. There's- it's like that's actually like a very visceral fear for me, like. I Friday the 13th I didn't like as much that's I'm gonna get them all messed up Friday the 13th is the one where they're at camp I didn't love that one mm. um Nightmare on Elm Street I did like but first I always like scary movies where I don't think that could actually happen to me mm. um <laughs> and Nightmare on Elm Street it was like has like kind of the science fictiony part of it as well Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre is very like a visceral fear of mine. I don't like driving through the middle of nowhere at night. <laughs> so you can still like visit that house or something. 
I'm okay, but like, thank you for like offering. <laughs> <laughs> I like saw uh, something the other day of like haunted things you can do in Texas or like in the Austin vicinity, oh, yeah. and the uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw House mm-hmm. was on there. And then another one I liked recently was I watched The Wicker Man. Mm. which is kind of, Ed, Edgar that? Wright pulls a lot for hot fuzz from the wicker man. So okay. I enjoyed that, but it is kind of like dated and strange and very British, but it was fine. Nice. I haven't hated much. Yeah. See, I, uh, I don't think I've seen, I've probably seen like a 10th of what you're watching. Well, I haven't seen any of these movies, so you're ahead of me. Uh, and that was, but that was the impetus of uh, starting this whole thing, which is yeah. good. But I am exhausted. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of movies to watch. <laughs> I started Close Encounters. Yeah, I started Close Encounters of the Third Kind last night, and I need to finish it today, which will be halfway done. And it's only the 12th. Yeah. So feeling pretty you're good. You're making really good progress then. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I did. Um, we were, I was hanging with my family this weekend and they were watching football and I, I was half paying attention. I watched the Georgia game, but then they watched like three more games. And that whole time I just had my computer up in front of me and I was also watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or whatever I needed to get right. through. <laughs> nice. Well, so, you know, different yeah. strokes for different folks. Good. I did Passport to Paris and Princess right. Diaries. Right. You've done oh, slasher movies. <laughs> slasher movies. I will say there is something to be said about marathoning them because I'm kind of desensitized to it. Like, I'm not getting, like, scared. I'm sleeping yeah. fine. Because, like, at the point you're just chugging through these, like, you can really only be so affected by them, probably. Yeah. Did you have... So, um, I'm having a good time I know what you did last summer in those movies mm-hmm. on your list, or have you already seen them? Okay, I know what you did last summer. I've definitely seen. Um, but it has been a while. I, like, did – it was, like, I did want to watch it with these because I I thought it yeah, was Yeah, I feel like it's the era. But I've seen it, so I didn't put it yeah. on here. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, that and was, I also like, think a movie I wanted every- to see. And then my sister was like, you're not old mm. enough. Yeah, I I remember, like, one of the first scary movies that I remember wanting to see and not being old enough was When a Stranger mm. Calls. I remember, like, kids on the bus would talk about it. And um, and I was like, man, all these cool kids can watch When a Stranger Calls and my mom won't let me. Uh, and then another one that was early was The Ring. Yeah, I, never I remember saw that. everyone talking about the ring is i haven't either it's on my list and for a while i thought i had seen the ring but i've definitely determined i've seen the grudge which they have very similar imagery i think and i have not yeah. seen the ring. so i'm watching i the ring. have not seen either i for the longest time i was like i will not watch scary movies i don't like scary movies uh so yeah that's what right. i was saying earlier like i just i haven't seen like any scary movies just not my thing Scary movies are also, like, other than, like, some notable exceptions, I do get them all kind of mixed up yeah. in my head. Like, earlier today, you asked me if I had seen Sinister, and I was like, that's the Ethan Hawke one, right? Yes, I have. But if you asked me if I'd seen Insidious, I probably would have said, that's the Ethan well, Hawke one, Well, after I right? sent yes, it, I was But I don't like, think I've seen Insidious, but I've definitely seen Sinister. I was Sinister. like, is, was he in The Purge? <laughs> or was he in both? He was in The Purge. He was in The Purge okay. and Sinister. 
but I don't think he's in Okay, yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) I was like, oh, it'd be kind of, like, I've heard good things about one of the movies. I don't remember which one, but. I have seen The Purge and I've seen Sinister. I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend either of them, I guess, but I think Sinister was fun. We had fun with that. I watched that at, at my friend Britton Thompson's house mm. uh, with, like, a bunch of people. So I remember that experience pretty yeah. vividly. But I also remember, I remember, like, the end of that movie very, I remember, like, like how it ends very okay. distinctly. So that's that's probably good, says, says a good thing yeah. about it. Nice. I... I, but, yeah. yeah, I can't even tell you. I guess the last scary movie I saw. Does um, The Invisible Man count? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think well, so. I, I was going to say eighth grade. <laughs> eighth grade definitely counts. <laughs> um, no, you saw yeah. Us, but that wasn't more recent than The Invisible yeah, yeah, Man. Yeah. I mean, this year's all. I like recently started watching counts. scarier movies. But yeah, for like probably. Didn't you see. The rental. I did see the rental. Yeah, you're right. Okay, it was good. I recommend it. Cool. I haven't seen it. So, uh, yeah, my list, not this list. (laughs) Your broader Uh, list. Yeah. (laughs) Well, nice. Yeah. Whenever I say it's on my list, I mean like I I mean in the broadest sense, but also in the most literal sense, it's on one of my lists. But I have many lists. (laughs) Anything else? Anything else? I mean, no. There's nothing else going on in my life. I'm regressing. Today I had a Capri Sun. Yesterday I had Kraft Mac and Ugh. Cheese. Um, oh, yeah. I. That re- yeah, we, we talked about Kraft yeah, Mac and well, Cheese. Yeah, well, this also reminds <laughs> me that um, one of the things we did this weekend, we went out to a brewery, and then afterwards we I like just went over to Micah's house and we watched the ACL stream. And it was just like snippets, mm-hmm. like they they had like a like a full lineup, and they compiled together. And it was like it flowed very seamlessly. But when you compared it to the set list of the actual night, the songs were not played in the same order. But like it didn't feel super choppy mm. or anything. Um, but it was really nice. Yeah. And I still think I'm like at the point with all of this COVID where I'm like still excited to do things. So, like, I was texting a buddy, yeah. and he was projecting it on, like, a, his, like, screen outside all weekend so it could feel like he was at a festival. And, it like, for him, he was, like, it was not. For me, I was, like, I was in my living room. I was getting to listen to music. I, like, you know, I'm, like, still fine with, like, just being able to have an experience. And I'm not quite at the point where I'm, like, comparing it to what it should be. Um no, I can't. You can't. You know, it'll it'll only drive you yeah, insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, this is my new mindset is I'm like, you know what? I'm only taking in joy. If I just start feeling like I'm sad, I'm just like, nope, yeah. chase it away. <laughs> no, that's all you can do. So I'm like, I had fun at that driving concert. Um, I'm so excited that yep. uh, Andrew McMahon is doing one here in Austin and he'll be playing all of everything in transit. So like I can live out my Peyton Sawyer yeah. dreams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I saw the rental at a screening in the woods where they just put up a projector and you just sit in a lawn chair. And to me, I was like, it's almost like yep. being in a movie theater. Cause I'm out of my house and I'm <laughs> sitting semi near strangers and I'm eating candy yeah. and popcorn I'm, like that's good enough for me. Right I actually now. I said 
Yeah, I said nothing else, but I did lie to you because um, they're still doing the film fest here, but at drive-ins and some like outdoor like venues where there's like little sections where your group can stay. So like the car, the like parking spots and uh, chair spots are like kind of expensive, but me and our awards correspondent Bryce Paschal did go in on some together. So... I'm seeing Ammonite this Ooh. week, and then later in October, we're seeing One Night in Miami and Nomadland. Nice. That's so exciting. And th- those, are, those are the highlights. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. That'll be great. I'm really excited. I mean, even though it's, you know, still, it's, you know, like you said, you can't compare it against the real thing. Like, seeing three movies that are not yet released with a friend during a film festival is uh, going to yeah. bring me joy. <laughs> that's that's what it's all about. It's just trying to find like that's those little about. nuggets. It's true. Just like just it's the smallest yeah. little amounts. But I'll take Speaking it. Speaking <laughs> of, we should uh, call attention to the fact that one of our nearest and dearest friends of the podcast got married this weekend. Ooh! Congrats to Ellen Tudu's yes. Book. She updated the Instagram handle recently. Ah. Yeah. So they got, I'm excited for them and I can't wait to celebrate with them. I know. It looked lovely. So, so excited. Nice. Uh, Anything else? Want to talk about Lily James and what the hell is going on there? Want to talk about Demi Lovato's ex? ex. No, I don't want to talk about that either. Do you think that she's just like, massively horrified and embarrassed i would Remember be so embarrassed but like photo? at the same time like oh, this is like kind of such a kindness to her because like i mean it's like like just it just takes everything away from her like all the drama is on him because he looks like such a yeah psycho. but she was ready to marry him I know, but we After all made knowing mistakes. Him for four months. <laughs> I was ready to marry Chris Pratt when Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> came out. Like, listen, we grow, we change. I saw Catherine Schwarzenegger <laughs> posted that she was uh, supporting Biden. Not that we're getting into politics. Well, that's more than I would have guessed. So we, don't, we can just breeze past that. But um, yeah, no, yeah. This Demi Lovato. Oh my god wild i was looking at her i I was looking at her wiki yesterday and i went to her personal life section Mm -hmm. and there's no reference to wilmer valderrama which i'm like they were together for like seven years really that was like i very much associate that with being her most notable well joe jonas too I I stand by the first thing I said. <laughs> yeah, I this whole thing is just like I follow some Instagrams and they've been calling out the fact that this like Max guy apparently they think he's like making fake fan accounts because sometimes he slips yes. and uses like the wrong pronoun and stuff and like it's just like it's wild. It's a mess. He's, like posting Why would pictures. You- well, and then, like, okay, I guess I need some clarity. Clarity. What does he an do? He's actor. He's on Young. He like, was on Young and the do? Restless, and then. Okay, so like there are no fan accounts for him. So all the fan yeah. accounts for him would be made up. 
anyone who cares about him cares about him through Demi Lovato, and that is simply the end. Yeah, of that. he like he's filming a movie right now, apparently, and it's like it looks so low budge. Like he wears like a terrible wig in it, <laughs> and it's like a religious movie at that too. I think it's like mm- okay. I mean, to be fair, terrible wigs are cross budget movies <laughs> because remember Nicole Kidman's monstrosity, everything in- she's ever done, <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, enter enter project here. Think that I was going such with a Aquaman. hard time putting wigs on Nicole Kidman. Is that I mean, specific I think to they, her? They talked about this on an SNL like documentary I watched once that some people have better wig faces, and I think she might just have a bad, bad vibe with wigs. But then I'm like, I don't think that wig would look good on yeah. anyone. Destroyer, good movie, bad wig. Explain this oh all. My to God, me. I forgot about that movie. I know. Wow. Do you can you do you ever think about how many movies we see and like how many of them just roll right off? Like I saw Destroyer in theaters, I liked it, and I haven't thought about it in goddamn yeah, day since. Yeah, I remember I was like, I'm gonna go see it, and you're <laughs> like, Yeah, it was good. And I was like, Okay, like any other note. That was also and that you was the festival. It, it was during this yeah. film festival. It was during this festival, and it was the last one I saw that day. And I think I had just seen The Old Man of the Gun, which is like just a warm cup of milk. <laughs> And then to go into Destroyer, I was just not ready. Yeah, I remember, or no, one of my friends, he posted on his Instagram today that he watched Capernaum, I forgot, I don't Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I really liked it, and I like, he gave it four and a half stars, and I gave him the clappy emoji, and then he responded back being like, oh yeah, I was like gonna ask if you had seen it, and like what you thought about it, and I was like, in my head thinking, Oh, I saw that on Valentine's Day at the Regal up north. Like, and I remember, like, I went to yeah. see it because I was, like, under the deadline, like, Oscars, whatever. Right. Oscar, Oscar yeah. checklist. And I remember telling you, like, I don't know if this is, like, a great Valentine's idea. Valentine's Day play. <laughs> Valentine's Day movie about a sad little walk. Yeah, you boy. know, Lion worked for me, so... Uh, I know, but Lion's a little of Lion's different than Kaepernick. <laughs> speaking of Nicole Kidman in bad ways. Yeah. <laughs> I, Mike and I started rewatching, so we've been working our way through the newsrooms. Now we're on season two, and that is uh, to say, I no, but that is say. just to say that <laughs> I like almost asked him the other day if he wanted to watch Lion because I was like looking at Dev Patel and I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. Uh-huh. Remember when he got like went from like cute little Dev Patel to like hot sexy okay. man Dev Patel? Literally, yes, <laughs> Lion was such a fucking flex like he looks so good got, lion and got, then like, that press tour when he it was him and, mm. like what happened like it's it's it felt like it was overnight it really felt like it was overnight i think uh i've looked up like p- pictures beforehand because i'm like we wanted to try on, to tack down yeah, exactly he put on when for this, lion like he trained i know but i think if you look up if you look up and this is a movie i haven't seen and i don't give two shits about but the press tour for Cappy is kind of, you can see the mm. transition. <laughs> Chappy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chappy. I can't even, I don't even, if you, that you can kind of see him evolving in the press tour for Chappy, but it, it really feels like night day. It really felt like newsroom lion, and then it's like, okay. Yeah. Damn. I mean, Respect. So we, I might be watching that in my future, personally. Number Number three on my list, you know? Uh, but I've been talking about shaking the yeah, list, though. Well, why not? We've, like, Ooh, never on this podcast addressed the fact that Julian Casablancas is no longer married. 
We've also never on this podcast talked about other things other than Casablanca. <laughs> that's probably best not to talk about on this podcast. But I do think about constantly. <laughs> Remember I just like sent you the tweet and you immediately called me and I was like, I like felt like Micah was like kind of a little annoyed with me because like we had checked out of our Airbnb, drove 30 minutes to go swim somewhere. And then I realized I didn't have emergency. my Kindle, so we had to drive 30 minutes back so I could get my Kindle, then drive 30 minutes back so we could go swimming. And then I was like, sorry, I have to take this phone call one second. <laughs> I have to take this phone call. I, I understand it doesn't sound like an emergency, but it is. No, and then like shortly after that, I was with um friends we were outside at a picnic table and i was like very rudely texting because i was dming with someone on twitter <laughs> uh about julian casablanca someone i do not know no, who she, is sending me way more information than they should send me a lot <laughs> like a we lot of good info but i had to fully one point out so like i don't think they ever accepted yes me. Uh, it's fine. But I was like taking screenshots and sending them to you. And I had to be like, I understand that I don't see people in person anymore. And it's extremely rude for me to um, be texting during this. But there is something huge <laughs> happening. And no, I won't. I won't explain. Yeah. Micah was just like, <laughs> what's going on? And I was like, Julian Casablancas mm-hmm. is apparently divorced and dating a 25 year old or 21 year old, however old yeah. the girl is. And he was just like, OK. And, and I understand how that doesn't sound like an emergency, uh, a phone call. <laughs> but it actually does need to be yes 100 you yelled at me for just sending you the tweet you're like how dare you just send me this yeah. tweet Ugh. well like i just feel like a cornerstone of our relationship is sending a tweet followed by a frantic phone call like the cat's yeah. trailer oh my god like now on hbo <laughs> have you watched it yet you want something no, real scary so to, much to, to do watch? I mean, that's what I was going to say. One horror after another. <laughs> you should end your marathon with cats. With cats. I know, but I do wonder if it would, I mean, if it, like, messes with the integrity of the marathon. Because I already have seen cats and I love it so much. Like, it just, like, kind of might skew the rating system. Do you system, think. Which is already so, so honest and true and just really calibrated do you think you will ever get your cat's prize Mm. no but i did pin that tweet so like (laughs) if universal or cats is ever listening or stumble across my page like just know i am still available and if i move in a year or two years or five years i will send you my updated address (laughs) nice but for now um you can use the one on file uh, I won't be repeating it here, but please check your Twitter DMs on the Cats Movie account Twitter page, and I, w- I will have DM'd you a few times. You might you might not have logged on recently, um, but I'm I'm available. Nice. Uh, I hope you get it. Yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's happening, Nor. It's been a full not year. Not quite, but uh, nearing. <laughs> um, I have only DM'd uh, the cats fit uh, the cats account. Maybe I should go straight to Universal. Yeah, Thoughts. or Jason Derulo. I know. I've, I've I've gone to that well before, and you know I hate to abuse my friends uh, for <laughs> for shitty merchandise from their bad movies. Uh, excuse me. I thought you liked. <laughs> but yeah, cats. maybe I should call up Jason. Yeah. I do like cats. 
But I mean, like you can recognize that Kraft mac and cheese isn't Michelin star food and still love it more than anything. Well, it's not the truth. Uh, speaking of bad yeah. movies, I'm glad we talked for 30 minutes uh, about nothing. So that way we can talk for five yeah. minutes about. <laughs> I, I know like this is hilarious. And this is the topic. Cause like I suggested this, then I have a moment. <laughs> here. Fabulous. Uh, you texted me. You're like, I'm going to save my opinions. And I, but it reminds me of this. And I was like, I haven't even seen that movie. So this is going to be a nightmare, honestly. <sighs> so we watched. Hubie Halloween. The new Happy Madison, Adam Sandler production. Correct. And I will say, I was pretty drunk. Were you? I was stone yeah. I was like wine cold, drunk. Sober. Stone cold sobs. Um, I will say, and this is the first thing I want to say about this movie. Let me find the uh-huh. note. Uh, da 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 Okay. Uh, During a December interview with Howard Stern, Sandler promised to make a real stinker of a movie if he didn't win an Oscar for his dramatic (laughs) turn in Uncut Gems. He was completely stunned by this nomination, and we were graced with this as his very next movie. And, I mean, I think he was calling his shot. I think Adam Sandler knows, he knows who he is. Like, I don't think he gives a fuck. I think he likes doing this. And I think he likes occasionally doing uh, uncut gems, but I don't think he sees, like, this stuff as a means to an end. I think he just loves being a ridiculous little grown man acting like a teenager or preteen or whatever Hubie Halloween is. I, it's... <laughs> Truly, truly unfathomable yeah. to me. And since I have not seen Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, I will <laughs> say I have no point of reference for this. I've seen Mr. Yeah, Deeds, that's like a different... but I saw it at soccer camp when I was like that's 10. That's like different, though, because it's like <laughs> I love Big Daddy, which I also saw was on Netflix now. Um, I love Big Daddy, but that's like not the same. Like, it's not the same as like this kind of like he's not doing a voice. It's not like Waterboy. Yeah. Um, I've seen Waterboy. <laughs> I, I've seen them all. I don't really remember much about any of them, but I did see in notes that Ben Stiller's cameo, went, so the movie begins and Ben Stiller is working at a, or like a psychiatric ward, uh, or like a prison, um, and like a patient escapes. He, he has a real yeah. wig. And the patient escapes. And that's how the movie kicks off. And it's like, oh, no, someone's escaped. They're going to kill someone kind of thing. Uh, oh, but no. they establish that it's the same. He was playing the same characters in the Happy Gilmore universe. And I was like, well, then that's weird because Julie Bowen is in that. But she's playing a different character. But they both have, like, alliterative names that start with a V. Then I'm also like, but Adam Sandler's playing a different character, too. So, like, I guess we can't... Pilot Valentine. Yeah, I guess we can't get, like, too bogged down on the universe. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone is bogged down about the universe of Hubie <laughs> Halloween. I think Netflix cut a check, and that was the end of that. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> um, but, I mean, I just... I didn't really care to watch this, but I also didn't, I hadn't really read anything about it. 
Um, I didn't see mm-hmm. the trailer. I didn't know that he has that voice. I didn't either. I went in completely cold. I made my whole family watch it, and I was drunk. And I did laugh at a, a, a lot of stuff that I probably now won't be able to remember, so this is not going to be a great episode. But there were a few things that I did enjoy, uh, but a lot of stuff that was pretty pretty useless and dumb, and it's definitely just not my, not my tempo. Yeah, I will tell you the one thing that I laughed at. And that was the goof about how everyone, all the girls, like all the weather girl or all the girls at the news station were Harley dressed Quinn. as Harley Quinn. Yeah, no, I really loved that. I thought that, that was too. really funny, but besides that, I was just like, ugh, whatever. So every time they cut to a girl, Harley it was Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah. It also inspired me and Darcy to explain. We had to pause the movie because I said oh, it's that guy. And Darcy said, with the Timmy suit. And I said, yes. And then my parents said, what? And I said, okay, his name's Noah Schnapp. He's from Stranger Things. But one time he wore a suit that is very similar to one that Timothy Chalamet won (laughs) or wore at the Venice Film Festival, which inspired us to pull up the pictures, yada, 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 all this to say. Um, It's so funny when kid actors like get older and you're like, yeah, you don't look like a little no. tweeb anymore. You look like a teenager. Yeah, he like he's playing a freshman <laughs> in high school, and he definitely seems like a freshman in high school. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought he was fine in it, but like I thought the movie overall was just stupid, and it was like an hour and forty two, and I was like, oh my god, for this. If it had been one twenty nine, then you would have been a lot more yeah. forgiving. I also was really confused because <laughs> I was like, "Is this a kids movie? Is this an adult movie?" Like, I had no it's idea rated it PG thirteen, and like I some of the like humor another joke was that I liked adult. That I some of it was just like fart jokes. Yeah, but all like the Ray Liotta stuff wouldn't work for kids. Yeah, <laughs> like that was just very strange. Um... I, I did, like, any time that he, like, screamed in fear because he uh-huh. got scared, like, when he was on the toilet or when the kid, like, put his hand through the yeah. deli meat, um, that made me laugh. I don't know why. Great contribution. Visceral screaming. <laughs> Thank you. I really came prepared today. <laughs> uh, I I mean, it's just, I, I'm broken because I can't sit here and go, oh, it's a comedy movie. It's a farce. It's a joke. Like, it's all a joke. And I just sit here going, why on earth would Julie Bowen be into either Kevin James yes. or Adam Sandler in this world? Like, I'm angry about it. <laughs> She's like, I've had a crush on you since, like, we were children. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. I couldn't look at the screen. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, I and then they, spoiler alert, they get together, and I'm just like, what? Uh-huh. No. Like, uh, and I do, like, like I understand this is. like a lovable moron. He's just, like, not playing it. And maybe it's because yeah. this and is, I, like, a holiday movie. I don't know. But. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes me like uh, I I don't mean to be over dramatic, but I'm like this like this isn't healthy. Like people shouldn't watch this and think they're gonna get with Julie Bowen if they act like this. Yeah. <laughs> like I just need everyone to to know that this isn't how life is, and I I think they do, but I also just need us all to recognize. Yeah. <laughs> that I, that this is a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, like this guy just gets picked on by the entire town. 
Oh, I will say there's another joke that my family really liked, okay. which was his mom wore a bunch of like graphic tees. No. That was like the boner one. No, I don't know. I, the one that we laughed about was um, if if you can read this, you're in the fart zone. No, uh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate so I hate that kind of humor so much. I know. It, I know you do. And it and like she was like, I think boner means mistake. And then he like is in front oh, yeah. of all the kids being like, I've had a lot of boners. I'm just yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. so stupid. Like, let it end yeah. so I can be free of this. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I do every time like we watch something like this, I do get angry on your behalf because you still haven't seen the comedy masterpiece spy and you could have watched that and seriously why (laughs) i I don't know yeah i I just we were talking about what would be good to do and we threw out some options and this was easy because it was on netflix there's a little peek behind the screen people this one this was a choice out of out of out of comfort I knew I could knock out at 140. And there's no emotional weight of Hubie Halloween. I didn't know anything about the movie, but I knew I wasn't going to get stressed. No. It's nonsense. I, uh, <laughs> I I told Micah yesterday, I asked Micah yesterday if he wanted to watch it together. And he was like, maybe we can watch it on like Tuesday night unless you have like a deadline. I was like, yeah, I do. And so. Yeah, I do. I thought- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I told my family, I said, we can either watch Hubie Halloween or Back to the Future 2 because those are the two things I need to watch this weekend. Isn't it so, isn't, it's a really delight to be in my life. Um, yeah. And Darcy says, I've never seen the first Back to the Future. What? And then my dad, and then my dad goes, we can watch the first one then. It's really good. And I go, no, we can't. I've already seen it. <laughs> I, I need to watch Hubie Halloween or Back to the Future 2. Oh my God. Yeah, I like so. Fully, yeah, I don't know. It's really nice to hang with me. We try to like, well, because I've, I've gotten, I implemented a rule because I've gotten a little upset when he watches movies without me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I like watching. Like, why would you watch them without me? Like, <laughs> like he watched. Full disclosure: you have to tell me if you're gonna watch something. Yeah, no, he, he like okay's it with me, and then I try to do the same. Uh, so I, I got approval that i could watch hubie halloween and boy am i happy i did but no he watched like well this is the end and without well you've seen this is the end plenty of times but so you don't need to watch but it's like one of my favorite movies i would love to share in the experience of watching together well, Nora, what can I tell you? You don't want to be on the podcast anymore? <laughs> How about you and Micah go start a podcast where you watch the same five <laughs> movies you've seen a million times and never watch the critically acclaimed no. Spy as recommended by your good friend Megan? No, he I'm, he didn't watch This is the End last night. He watched it like okay. he watched it like weeks ago. And that was the straw that oh, broke the camel's like, yeah. back okay. when I was like, right, right. okay, you keep watching movies that I want to <laughs> see or watch. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed, don't, don't let me tell you what you can't do. <laughs> But I should be able to get a say in this. It's funny how controlling I get over people's watch habits. It's not like I have a boyfriend or anyone that I should be controlling to. But like my mom, like last year, called me. No, 
I mean, I can't imagine why I would have uh, why, why I wouldn't have a boyfriend based on the way we act. But <laughs> uh, but I called my mom last year at one point, and she goes, "I just got out of a movie. I hated it." And I was like, "What?" And because I always tell her what she should see, like whenever she should see something. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, me and my friend went to go see Uncut Gems," and I was like, "Well, no shit, Jeannie. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't like Uncut Gems. You have to run this by me. Why would you make a decision? Why would you think that you know enough to make that decision? Yeah. You don't." Maya, I <laughs> I could have told you. We talked about this last year, but I still can't forget that I took my whole family to see Uncut Gems, and I was really excited right. for them to see it because I loved it so right. much. And after right. the movie ended, I asked my uncle if he liked it, and he said, my favorite part of the movie is when he got shot because that was the first time he shut up. <laughs> so, you know, honestly, I wish Hubie Halloween had I gotten shot. I don't think other people are wrong when they put up with us like that, you know, but it hurts to hear. Yeah. It absolutely hurts to hear. Well, that's mostly like a thing of like, I guess you just don't have taste. I don't know what to say. Well, yeah. I mean, half my family walked out of um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street when we went to go see that. And we got in a fight in the aisle because they were like, we're going to go see Walter Mitty. And I'm like, well, I'm going to stay. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, I don't walk out of a potential Leo Oscar role. Like, sorry. Scorsese. Uh, <laughs> to see Walter Mitty. No. <laughs> to see Walter Mitty. And the funniest part is I did not walk out with them to see Walter Mitty. And I remember that that's what they went to go see because I later saw Walter Mitty and thought it was OK. Hmm. I never saw it. Um, but anyway, you okay. <laughs> be Halloween. Um, I don't really have any thoughts besides the one I've said. I mean, there are right. like a lot of fun cameos, but also it's that's. A- I I was like very like I said I was drunk and so anytime someone showed up like a fun cameo I'd be like oh like look look who's in the movie now and then they would disappear and I would completely forget. But it was like a lot of people. I will say Kevin James. Are we done with? Do we him? need? In 2020? Yeah. Do we need? Malls aren't around anymore, so, or they're not going to be around in, like, the next couple years. We don't need him. I don't know. I just feel like Kevin James, like, I never, he was never, I never understood it. (sighs) Yeah. Who else was in it? Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows, who I do enjoy. Um, He, this was more, uh pop star tim meadows which is like a real a, a real one-off tim meadows performance yeah. for me i mean the, um, the movie it was tony, like tony tony and tony why are we friends is that what you're no, thinking i said it was a good goof i think it's funny it's a good goof. uh the movie is real who's who of snl's past so it's kind of like a mm-hmm. fun glimpse mm-hmm. to be like who is the sandman friends with it's like same as friends with everyone. You, know, you notice some people who are not there, like Jimmy Fallon wasn't there. He could have yeah. easily have been a yeah. town's person. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I think Jimmy has other stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about the story from uh, <laughs> before Uncut Gems when Adam Sandler texted one of the Safties was like hey it's adam and he's like which adam and he goes the famous one he goes which famous one he goes the more famous one (laughs) yeah 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with, like, you know, if Netflix wants to pay Adam Sandler to make one or two of these a year, like, okay, like, power to you. Keep keep living your yeah, life. Yeah, that's basically, like, I feel like what it's his kind of funny. check is. He's made quite a few yeah. Netflix movies. I mean, I preferred, like, Murder Mystery I to never this. I saw that. Because m- at least it's, like, a real movie. Yeah. You know? No accent. Um, and uh, hello, Luke Evans. Not a selling point <laughs> Thank you very much. for me. <laughs> it is a selling point. Everyone loves Luke Evans. Everyone thinks he's very hot and charming. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, yeah, no, we pretty much do. <laughs> Podcast divided. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I... I forget who it was I was listening to on a podcast recently. It must have been Armchair Expert. And it it had to have been yeah. someone who was a comedian. And they were basically just talking about how, like, why is it that comedy is not what is not, it's not what people, like, necessarily aspire to? Like, because I feel like. Are you sure it wasn't the blank check episode? Oh, you're right with, with Manzoukas um, and. Yeah, Manzoukas and Paul Shear, because that is the whole second half of that episode is just going real deep on comedy, and it is. But that's what I was thinking about the whole time I was watching this. I was like, Adam Sandler, like he's the classic case, or like Will Ferrell, where it's like you do like these kind of dumb comedies, and then it's like, and then you get the you do one dramatic role, and you get all of this acclaim, and then it's like those are like your your Oscar potentials. And comedy is just not taken yeah. as seriously as drama. I do think I do think something that is hard is that comedy changes so much with like popular mm-hmm. tastes and pop culture in a way that drama doesn't as much. Like it still does, but like if you can do a dramatic performance, whether it's you know in a period piece which was popular or in a biopic which is popular now, like it's still kind of the same thing. But like. If you're an Adam Sandler type and, like, your biggest success were, like, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore and then you do it again and everyone's like, no, we don't like this anymore. We like other new meta things, yeah. you know? Like, that's difficult. Like, they were talking a lot about Austin Powers and, like, Mike Myers and him being like, all I want to do is, like, this goofy comedy stuff, but people don't really like it anymore, so I guess I'll just do yeah. nothing. Yeah, just sad, but... I'm sure Mike sad. Myers isn't and crying the one in his person, mansion right now. No. And the person who I feel like has been the best at like holding on to that, and we'll see if it continues to hold up, but Sasha Baron Cohen has Borat's, yeah. the new Borat coming out. And like, if you had told me a few years ago we were going to get another Borat, I'd probably be like, okay, why? But now it's like he's done so much interesting political stuff. I'm kind of like, well, I might want to yeah, see this. Yeah, it's interesting because he, I, I definitely think He's going to get an Oscar nom for Chicago 7. For Trial of the Chicago 7. Which comes out on Netflix this weekend. I've maintained he's like a good dramatic actor. I don't think you can pull off what he does and not be like completely in it. Yeah. I mean, it's nonsense, but. Yeah, I'm just saying that it kind of fits uh, the same, the thing that we're talking about where it's like he does all of these like off-the-wall goofy performances and then he does some dramatic things and everyone's like everyone's like suddenly they take him seriously because he's acting serious right and it's like but i mean you're still right. like having to work on a craft to like be goofy make people right. laugh i don't know 
Uh, no. And I think it's so much, personally, I think, like, I I haven't seen Trial of Chicago 7. I'm sure he's great in it. It's a great cast. But oh my personally, God, I think, strong. like, <laughs> with Aaron Sorkin. Jeremy Strong was trolling Aaron Sorkin on <laughs> Don't set. Don't you and, love like, to see literally it? Literally, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone who's fucking with Aaron Sorkin is immediately good in my book because I just feel like I don't hate the man. I just feel like he needs to be taken down a peg. Anyway. I watch anything that Aaron <laughs> um, Sorkin has written with like such like a like a like, fine. Like, like I, I listened to the Armchair Expert episode with Emily Mortimer, and she was saying how, like, she read the script and went in for the first day of filming, and she said, yeah, 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 and Aaron was like, cut, Emily, how, like, how many yeahs did it say on the script? And it's just because, like, his <laughs> writing is so, like, I feel like there's such a melody to it. And so he, like, yeah. it said six yeahs. Sounds like a nightmare. And so, like, she needed to do <laughs> the six yeahs. Like, her just being, saying, like, as many yeahs as she wanted was simply not enough or wasn't acceptable. And so, like, every time I watch something that he has written, I just think about, like, how these actors are having to, like, commit to memory these ridic- these monologues that are already ridiculously long. And then it's, like, I'm sure, like, he the emphasis and everything, you have to get perfect. But anyway. I can't believe how much we talk about Aaron Sorkin, but now I do have to respond and say Sorkin something. Sorkin podcast. So- <laughs> I think it's better when he it's his writing and someone else is directing because I think Aaron Sorkin gets too in his head about how it should look so much that it doesn't seem like anyone would actually talk like this. Mm, yeah, I don't <laughs> anyway. know. You'll have to let me know after you see Chicago 7. Agree to disagree. you directed that. I will. I will. I'll watch it this weekend. Uh, it's coming yep. out Friday, right? Perfect. Anyway, but what I was going to say originally was I think that, like – the most impressive thing to me so far that Sasha Baron Cohen has done is to be able to be famous for doing all this ridiculous shit and putting on all these fake costumes and to still do it and to still get people to say dumb shit. Like when he had that America show and it was just all these politicians who like weren't in on the goof, just like buying into this as if it was real. I'm like, this is like, how can you argue this is less impressive than anything? This is a magic trick. Yeah. (laughs) I have not, well, actually, um, Bruno was the first R-rated movie I saw in theaters. That's a fucking ridiculous (laughs) fun fact, but uh, mine is not better. Mine is Get Him to the Greek. Oh, my God. Um, not the first R movie I saw in theaters. The first R movie I saw legally mm. in theaters. No, that was the first movie. I, so I wasn't allowed to, to see R-rated but, movies in theaters. But, yeah, mm. no. I, I'm i just kind of like uh, Adam Sandler. I, and maybe And maybe that's why I like, like the Mr. Deeds or the, like, Big Daddy movies more. Because there's, like, comedy, but, like, Mr. Deeds is, like, a rom-com. And... Big Daddy, I guess you can argue, is, like, a dramedy. I mean, it's still more comedy than drama, but it's, like, he gets stuck with a kid. I'm not going to be the asshole who says punch drunk love because, like, that makes me an asshole. But what about, like, The Wedding Singer? Where do you land on The Wedding Singer? That's a rom-com, too, and I like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other Adam Sandler movies I've seen. Fifty First Dates? I don't think I've ever seen yeah, I know the premise. Do you? 
<laughs> Except for I actually messed that one up with Along Came Polly. Oh, that's Ben Stiller. Someone has amnesia. Yeah. I know it's Ben Stiller, but I, the, those in my head oh, those are the same movie. I've never seen Along just... Came Polly, but I know they go to an Indian restaurant and someone gets indigestion. Okay, I think I've, I think I've only seen Along Came Polly and I haven't seen Fifty First Dates. And you should watch Along Came Polly because it, it contains an excellent Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. performance. <laughs> well, anyway, so now we've talked uh, five minutes about Hubie Halloween mm-hmm. and 25 minutes about mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin and Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah, as we do. Our favorite people, <laughs> our boyfriends. No, I'm just kidding. Can you imagine dating sure. Aaron Sorkin? That would be a, a nightmare of a double date. <laughs> it would be unbearable. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin and <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. I would sneak out through the bathroom window. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Who would get who, I wonder? (laughs) I could never date Aaron Sorkin. How could you you... pretend that the double date would have have me with Sorkin, who I visibly have so much issue with? Yeah, but you guys can talk about Kristen Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth? (laughs) How much of my life do you think I spend thinking about Kristen Chenoweth? I don't know. You're like... Broadway, not much. Like Broadway, isn't she like a Broadway darling? She was, she yeah, and she was okay in Pushing Daisies, but like, I don't, I I don't anticipate um, a future partner of mine and I having a the one thing that we talk about most being Kristen Chenoweth. In fact, I'd be fine with never talking about her again. Yeah, I find her supremely annoying, which is kind of makes me curious about Aaron Sorkin even more. I will say she was on Glee and did a cover of Maybe This Time from the film Cabaret. Exactly. Uh, you have Nora so much to talk about. rolling her eyes. And, uh, but I think I do it better than Kristen does it. Well, so That could be how you get your that's man. That's all I have to say about that. Maybe this time. <laughs> what about, would you put uh, up no, with an I'm Aaron not talk to Aaron double date if Dev Patel was your date? Yes, yes, I would do it. I would put up with anything if Dev Patel was. All right, so now we know where you You stand. You could smear shit on my my shoes. Sasha Baron Cohen. Then, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Anything else? Do you have any recommendations? Um, do I have any recommendations? I've been. I think I recommended this before. Not Hubie Halloween. What did you give it? What was your rating? Um, I think two. I gave it two and a half, so wow. I gave it a higher rating than you. And I audibly only had one laugh in it. I might have given it two and a half stars. My phone died. Who's to say? You were drunk. Um, I gave it five. uh, No, I recommend uh, I watch Stop Making Sense again, um, which I think I recommended a few months ago. Just fucking slaps vibes. So recommend on HBO and it's good timing because David Byrne's American Utopia is coming out at the end of the mm. month and I was like getting ready because I love nice. him um, 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 um do I have any rec- thing to recommend yeah so I guess my recommend might be uh, well I'll say Passport to Paris oh hell yeah yeah good fashion montages McDonald's cameo. Yes. Gregory Peck's grandson. Notably. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that'll be my record. Ethan Peck, I want to say. Yeah, it's Ethan Peck. Yeah, see, I'm. I know. But yeah, <laughs> I had it on DVD, 
but it's streaming on Hulu now. Oh, okay. I also have it on DVD. I have a four-pack. Same. We have the same one. We have the same four-pack. But, okay. Well. All right. Bye. Until next time. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.